Welcome to the Walking with Angels podcast. I'm your host, Amy Taylor. So it's been a while since I've um, had a podcast and um, yeah, life gets busy and we sometimes have to switch our focus. Um, and then I got sick and I hate recording when I'm sick and I sound horrible. So um, I will go until I start coughing and then we'll be done. <laughs> um, so I did want to do a podcast for Easter And so that's been on my heart uh, the last few days. And when we go through Easter week, we um, have a tendency to really think about um, the Savior's life and um, his last week and what that might have been like for him, um, but also for the people around him. And... Um, I meet Easter with a little bit of a heavy heart um, because it it just, oh, you know, you have to go through all the fields <laughs> and sometimes it's just easier to, you know, wake up in the morning and uh, ignore <laughs> all of those feelings and things that um, that are a little bit harder to take. Um, I feel like in my own life that I have been um, through periods of time where uh, the 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 mindset is uh, just got to get through this, right? Just got to get through this. It's going to be fine. Continue to do the important things and everything's going to be all right. So that survival mode, um, I don't feel like I come out of it very often. And I don't know if that's weird or if that's just me. But especially like during the winter, um, I really go into survival mode. Um, And so as we come upon Easter and today is Passover um, and Passover begins tonight at sundown, which is only in a few minutes here. I'm looking at the sun go down. And um, when I listened to the Follow Him podcast with um, John, by the way, and David Butler and nope, Hank Smith, and they had Anthony Sweat on and um for this Easter episode. And I actually, to be honest, I haven't listened to very many of those episodes. Um, sometimes they're just they, like, I have other ones that I listen to that I, I find more um, that apply to me a little bit more or people that are in more of the same situation as, than as I am. And so the insights are different. Right. So, um, but I saw the like notification notification come up and I thought I want to listen to that. And so I, clicked on that and I listened to that yesterday and I'm so glad that I did I really am and (laughs) I felt like it was very heartfelt um I felt like the they were able to go through Holy Week in a really quick but like comprehensive way of um the things that happened in the Savior's life and also um what it means for us So um, one of the quotes that they 
gave was um, from Elder Worthland in his talk in October 2006, Sunday Will Come. And most of you have heard this quote, but um, here it goes. Each of us will have our own Fridays, those days when the universe itself seems shattered and the shards of our world lay littered about us in pieces. We all will experience those broken times when it seems we can never be put back together again. We will all have our Fridays. But I testify to you in the name of the one who conquered death, Sunday will come. In the darkness of our sorrow, Sunday will come. No matter our desperation, no matter our grief, Sunday will come. In this life or the next, Sunday will come. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I remember listening to this talk and thinking that this man understood what it was like to go through trials and um i feel like as i go through my life i i've had moments where you know you do you feel like everything's in pieces um <clears throat> but up until 2006 I, <laughs> I don't think i had very many of those times to be completely honest right um for me in 2006 i I had just got home from my mission and yes, this was the month that I got home from my mission. And um I really had my whole life before me. I had so many things that I could do or not do. And I, I was really just praying and asking Heavenly Father for guidance um to know what he wanted me to do. And um so it's interesting uh, that uh, conference talks are really eternal. Um, they don't have a timestamp <laughs> on them, and they don't always come into our lives at the time they come, right? Um, so for a lot of us, I feel like this quote was given in um, conference a couple years ago, and I think that it meant a lot to the people that were there and that it was like it was the talk was born in 2006, but it became applicable to so many of our lives um, more recently. <clears throat> There's my voice going. Um, so with that. With that um, quote, I find that this is one of the reasons that I find Easter a bit hard, is that <clears throat> we so um, physically are in that Friday with Christ um, where everyone around him is finally getting a clue as to what his life and purpose is. And I do believe that his mother understood. <clears throat> and she had been um, prepared 
as well as she could be. But there was still a veil of mortality. And in so many ways, that's how we experience our lives is, is through mortality's eyes, not through heaven's eyes. <clears throat> and that's like, that's what we're trying to figure out, right? And and learn on this earth is how to look at our life and purpose through heaven's eyes. So that Friday is when Christ is taken and judged and crucified. So as we um, go through our lives, I find that we come to understand what Friday really means um, and what the apostles and Jesus' family and Jesus um, went through. Um, I think that as we go through our Fridays where um, we experience those broken times or um, our lives are shattered and we aren't sure how to fix everything that has happened, we come to understand what this day was like. Um, and only the feeling of it, right? A lot of us haven't had the the trauma and fears, same fears. And there's a lot about this time that I don't think we understand. We can really embody an understanding of what the people that followed Christ really experienced in this time. And um, the brutality and um, lack of freedom and safety that we, we really have a hard time even comprehending it because of the time and life that we live right now so um as i think about easter i think about how much love that our savior had for us and how much love his followers had for him and that in in some ways they they heard him when he said that he would be lifted up um or that he would be he would die um they heard him but how do you put that in a context of time like even when we speak to our children of you know one day we will die like yeah one day we will all of us will die and um i feel like they just hoped it wasn't then you know they just hoped that they had more time and that's a very human mortal thing to think is that like we we just don't know we don't know when that time is going to be and for his followers they just hoped it wasn't soon they hoped that it would they had more time and 
Um, so when it came time for that, um, I don't think surprised was what they were. I think they were just heartbroken that the time had come and that there wasn't anything that they could do. And to go from, <laughs> it just seems so crazy to go from watching him perform miracles, healing the sick and raising the dead and um, changing water to wine and multiplying bread and fish. They knew that there was nothing he couldn't do. And yet, yet this is where they were. And I have <clears throat> lived long enough to know that this is life. That is is life. We we know what Christ can do, and we know how powerful and capable of miracles he is. And yet we have to go through the hard things of life. And so I have a hard time compartmentalizing this, this Easter to just Jesus's life it, in, in the way that I feel it is, it is all of our lives. It is all of us that feel those times where this must be part of the plan and what we're supposed to learn from it and um, going through the trials that are so hard and trying to see our Father in Heaven's will. And this was the greatest moment in history and Christ himself said, is this your will? Is there any other way that we can do what we need to do without having to go through the things I know that I'm going to have to go through and my mother is going to have to go through? And I think that that's, that's what Easter is all about is that through this life, we'll, we're all going to have moments where we're like, is there any other way? And I have to say that usually when I'm asking that question, I know the answer is usually no. And a few times in my life, I've had the wisdom to change the way I'm thinking and say, Father in heaven, strengthen me through this and help me learn the lesson I'm supposed to learn. Other times, <clears throat> I'm a little more hard-headed, a little more proud. So, now, in the podcast, uh, with Anthony Sweat, he said, 
have we sat in Friday long enough? Can we move on to Sunday? And I thought that that was really, you know, it was just within the conversation that he said it um, as they're moving through the, you know, the podcast and through the week of Jesus's life. And it, it kind of took me back because it's so metaphorical. Um, have we sat in Friday long enough? Have we sat in the sorrows of our lives for long enough? Are we ready to let them go and move on and look towards Sunday with hope? And I think that that is one of the questions we probably all need to ask ourselves is, have I sat in this sorrow and grief and pain long enough that I can move on and look towards the rest of my life with hope. Um, and we're going to ask ourselves that thing over and over and over again, right? Um, as we go through different trials and different parts of our lives. And um, one of the reasons I haven't been podcasting is there's just been some other things that we've needed to focus on. And, um, but I have really, really felt the void of bearing my testimony, um, but also the void of studying to be prepared to give you a heartfelt um, podcast with my thoughts and my feelings and the words of the prophets and scriptures. And um, I think that that's going to change and um moving forward i'm going to try harder to just do it whether it's perfect or not just do it and um move forward with hope um and that is one of those things that um it's kind of a cycle that we go through in our lives over and over again and um where are you at in your cycle are you in the fridays or are you in the saturdays where you're just waiting for the hope to come or are you are you ready for sunday and um i look forward to this sunday to easter sunday and singing the songs of the resurrection and um, coming together with my brothers and sisters at church and my brothers and sisters uh, and my family and Brent's family and um, <clears throat> celebrating our Savior's life and the miracle of the resurrection, which he has given us. And um, hopefully look forward to um, the snow melting and spring coming and um, moving into a growth period instead of a dormancy period um, within our seasons. And um, I look forward to that. And it's really one of those things that in the past I've been so excited to, you know, spring is coming, it's coming. And this year I've had a really hard time because spring has not been coming there's still snow everywhere and then it snows again and I have to uh, 
brace myself for more snow and like I don't even care if it becomes a muddy mess like I'm just looking forward to be able to you know it not be 40 degrees outside and so cold or that we can't go out and play and stuff and so it's it's that like transition that I'm looking forward to of um that Sunday will come um and uh I really appreciated the the podcast um with Anthony Sweat John by the way and Hank Smith that um really just kind of brought the the spirit back and my mind <clears throat> not so inward not so like looking into to myself so much and um the opportunity to look outside myself and um get into the mode of what to do so my children understand the significance of this week and um why we celebrate easter and i hope that i can give them the understanding of a savior that loves them and not just a savior that died um and i thought one of the talks from conference was really interesting um and if you were speaking where it said if you were speaking to a child and they asked why did jesus have to die what would you say and I've thought about that because I'm, you know, I have four kids. I've answered that question four times every year for the last 10 years, right? Um, why did Jesus have to die? And um, one of my children, it, it is, he, he's still trying to grasp it. He's trying, still trying to figure out why did Jesus have to die? And and I think sometimes he forgets that Jesus rose again and that he came back to life. And um, so, you know, how would, how would you answer that question? And one of the things that I really focus on is that none of us would be able to make it back to our Father in Heaven without our Savior um, suffering and dying for us and then rising again if Jesus wouldn't have allowed himself to die then we would all still be eternally lost um, that we there would be no hope for our resurrection or our rebirth and resurrection spiritually we that wouldn't be a thing we wouldn't have any way of getting rid of the the stains of mortality and the eventual death of mortality and i have come to understand the the Passover sacrifice um, of the lamb or the doves and um, that the people before Jesus Christ 
experience those sacrifices yearly in an effort to remember that Christ was going to do this, that he was going to suffer and die so that we may be made clean. And so, so many parts of the the Jewish um, religion of sacrifices and the customs that they they made and did were pointing they all pointed towards Christ but especially the passover and because of the time that we live in we find it hard to understand how killing a lamb <clears throat> equates to our savior suffering and dying for us and and how that works and and i think it's because we just have such a hard time understanding how someone could every year take a baby lamb to the temple to be killed and dressed for our sins. In so many ways, that doesn't make sense to us, but it's because it's like we're creating pain to be healed of the pain. And I think that that's the point, is that the... The commandment was instituted so that we would, or they would, continually be looking to Christ and asking themselves, how much am I going to do in this year that's going to cause my my Redeemer pain? And then no matter what they did do wrong, that that sacrifice was enough. Is it enough? Is is one baby lamb dying for for my sins enough to cover me? And there are times when we say no, it's, it's probably not. But that was the miracle. And as I have gone to my Father in Heaven in prayer and prayed for forgiveness and prayed for um, healing and to be made whole after times of sin or sorrow. And I have received that healing or received that cleansing every time it feels like a miracle that 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 the sacrifice is enough it is sufficient and It's interesting 
because as we look towards our Savior and we look towards um, the symbols of Easter and the, the reasons for um, the things that happened at Easter, um, we can see so much symbolism in it and so much of it is just teaching us over and over again that his grace is sufficient. His sacrifice was enough. And the miracle is that every time we come to our Savior humbly and asking for healing or forgiveness, which are the similar, right? Um, that it's given and that we feel it. We feel the power of our Savior Jesus Christ. We feel the power of the atonement change us. And if we feel that and we come to understand the love of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of our Father in heaven, we come to understand why. Why we have to have Fridays and why it's sometimes hard to look forward to Sunday because of our own inability to stay on the straight and narrow path, right? And the longer I live, the more I realize that um, the miracle isn't so much that Jesus Christ atoned for all the sins of the world. It's that he atoned for mine and that it's enough. Um, so <clears throat> I'm grateful for this Easter season and I'm grateful for my Savior Jesus Christ and his resurrection his atonement, and his, his love for me. And I hope that as you celebrate this Easter, this Resurrection Day, that you will feel the joy and the hope that it's meant to be um, and that you'll be able to and give over all of the hard and frustrating and difficult things to Christ so that we can feel that joy. That's my prayer for myself is that um, this Easter Sunday can be one of joy and that physically and spiritually and emotionally I can feel whole. And I can feel joy. And I leave these things with you. In the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye for now. <laughs>